Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Cam Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from each other's experiences, and support each other on their journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Sisters You Have Value. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in, and we pray you come back for more. Give us a like, share, and follow, and tell a friend. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for being on this awesome journey with us, and we pray you continue to come back. Okay, grab your coffee, tea, drink, and let's get into it, whatever you have, and let's get into it. So today, of course, I'm battling a migraine, so y'all have to forgive me if I sound a little um, different than I normally do, but also it's sombering on the topic that I... uh, that the word led me to today. I won't say that I chose it. And it's just um, based off the things, some things that's been happening around the world, things that you see. And it just brings you to these points where sometimes even in your calling, even in your purpose in life, there are things that'll uh, touch the core of you. There are things that will make you have a pause and a cause for life to go like, wow, man, really? And, um, Even in purpose, those things trouble you so much that you don't even want to continue on. And you you get to these points, even like this, and like, Lord, why? What is it for? Because it doesn't change the dynamics of the world. And so, you know, every now and again, you get to those points. and But it's not self-defeatism. It's just one of those things where sometimes, you know, but we trust. And the thing that keeps us going is we trust. And we have faith in knowing that if this is what he's called us to do, you know, to whom much is given, sometimes much is required. And um, so with that, today, I just wanted to hop on for a few minutes and talk about um, the moral decay, moral decay um, in this world and just things around you. And I, I don't know about you, but morality is slipping uh, some disagree. Some says it's no different than it was uh, in times past. Of course, the Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. But um, when you live it in your own time, and it's different from the times that you come from, oh, it's different to you because it's a new day, new time. So I'll just start. Um, I was reading on, and one of the things in Driving Force that kind of got me thinking it was the seven signs of the end times. It's all in crosswalk. I look at crosswalk, daily devotional and things like that. But number four, you know, of course, we know the disasters, man-made disasters and things, wars and conflicts and things like that. But number four was moral decay. And in it, it said the Apostle Paul and 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5 mentions moral decay as a sign of the coming end where people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And Christians throughout history, y'all, 
have paid attention to the appearance of moral decline and spiritual apostasy as potential signs preceding the return of Christ. So, and some of today's examples um, can be observed too in so many different aspects of society, like, okay, the breakdown of the traditional family structure, high divorce rate, uh, single parent households, declining marriage rates, reflecting from a departure from biblical principles of marriage and family. And not only that, you catch a sister now, especially these young things. I'm going to call them some things because I don't need no man. You know, that, that, that foolishness, that's a bunch of foolery. So our culture has experienced increasingly permissive attitudes, even towards sexuality, pornography, substance abuse, and all other forms of immorality. That's, that's indicating a shift, y'all. We're shifting away from biblical morality and values. And so, uh, you know, they'll have a, a FWB, of friends would benefit before they have a husband, girl, he can just come do what he and leave. And, and that's the, that's the, that's your lot in life. Um, but the, and, and then we look at the growing influence of secularism and relativism that has led to a rejection of absolute truth and moral absolutes. That's, that results in moral relativism and the acceptance of diverse lifestyles and beliefs. And disrespect for authority. I've seen folks that just flap, slap in the daytime. They run the red lights. These little children, um, they're not paying attention to anything. Erosion of trust in institutions and increasing polarization and division within society uh, that contribute to moral decay, decay and um, societal unrest. So uh, you look at these things and sometimes it, it has to be uh hurtful to your spirit man especially if you have a walk with christ and if you're in christ and just as a decent human being just to look around you and see the change and to see it and it hurts so much when you look at it in children and and as it continue y'all to manifest you know that that it's 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 gonna be different discussions about its role in eschatological uh narratives that are likely to persist so you know um and then so i started looking into it uh like what are some biblical signs of the nation and the world uh declining and i looked at micah 7 uh one through seven and it was the following decline of morality about the national moral decline happens when god is neglected and michael lists five different kinds of relationships that are affected by a nation's refusal to follow God. And they are shockingly close to what we see today. It's almost as if what? Micah the prophet is a contemporary of ours and he sits with us to watch the nightly news and watch social media. Like he's seen these movies turned out like an increasing, uh, increasingly and more Hollywood. Of course, we know what Hollywood is. So each generation gets exposed to more and more of the raw brutality, the illicit sex, the escalating violence, movies, video games, sports. It, and y'all don't realize that it's desensitizing our minds to the point that we don't even blush anymore. We don't even turn away from those violent scenes. You don't even cover your kids' eyes anymore to their sexual immorality, even at a younger age. Y'all let these kids get on these iPads and stuff, and hell, if you check their history, Go through some of their history. These children probably seen more pornography than you have. So you want to be careful to set those limitations, to set those things, to block those things. Stop making children an afterthought because you're so busy 
you know, the TV ratings done changed. They're, it used to be PG or PG-13, uh, and then rated R. Now, I don't even know what they say if it's a part of that strong sexual content, strong this. And the only time we mention God's name in it is when they blaspheming it or it's in a joke. So it's like the that proverbial fraud in the pot, not knowing how slowly he's cooking to death. You know, that thing about putting the frog in the pot and the water just boils and boils, you know. And so because the change is gradual, y'all, in that people don't notice it. But when you look at the movies and you look at the medias 10 years ago or more, then you can see what's popular today. It's obviously a stark contrast to what we used to see. But we don't look at that because we're busy. We're a microwave society. We're so busy with our own lives. We don't care about anything around us. We only look at us, but we're all many members in one body and we're all pieces to the same puzzle. And we all have the same expected end, only in death. Now, some heaven, some hell, but you can always know there's a death date for you. There is a train that's coming to the station to pick you up one day and it ain't going to miss you. Save us that's caught in the cloud, you know. And so when you look at those things, it ought to be troubling. But but that lets you know your walk with God. That lets you know where you are, even spiritually and morally, if you have any character or decency about yourself. Because if it doesn't bother you, you're a part of it and you're okay with that. You don't see anything wrong with that. So you're good. And then I look, and when it said godly influence disappeared, woe is me, for I have become as when the winter fruit has been gathered, as when the grapes have been gleaned. There is no cluster to eat. No first ripe fig that my soul desires. The godly has perished from the earth and there is no one upright among mankind. They all lie in wait for blood and each hunts the other with a net. So he indicates this one of the first signs of a nation's moral decline is God being pushed out of the government, the public square, the schools, out of our mind, the law to protect religious freedoms that was intended to keep the government out of church has been twisted into keeping the church out of the government or the public square or anywhere else. We got whoopings in school. They don't do that no more. But then when your child's sitting out here wayward, you 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 talk about the family, but you don't let nobody discipline them. And then queen of them, girl, you know what your children are when the school calls you. You want to go fight the teacher. But you know what that little devil is. You see him at home. But you're going you gonna to go fight. Pull that weave off and like you about to go in and with your big tail with that bonnet on in those house, you'll get back in that house and, and sit your butt down because you probably scared of them too. You know, I kill a kid. <laughs> I will kill a kid. But, you know, so when you, you know, it's just as if Paul wrote those words today. There is no fear of God before their eyes. And that's in Romans 3.18. So Michael is using that. Michael is using that analogy of the harvest. And a de the uh, declining godly influence in the nation. Um, Michael 7, 3 talks about escalating violence. Their hands are on what is evil to do it well. The prince and the judge ask for a bribe and the great man utters the evil desire of his soul. Thus, they weave it together. So another indicator is the escalation of violence. You see it. Look at TV. You see it. Look at these children. Our children, these kids are scary because they don't believe in God. They don't have a hope for tomorrow. They only see today. They will shoot you, stand over you, shoot you five or six more times before they walk away and look at you with no 
no sense of that because that, that, that old man is still there. There's no new nature in them because they don't know him. So you don't care. This is like y'all playing Grand Theft Auto. This foolishness in the rap music, this foolishness that y'all rap about in killing people, these young black boys, yeah, it's, it's, it's sickening. It's, this podcast is meant for women, but you mammoths are the ones that's not even raising. I won't say raising. Then you mad at the daddy. You wasn't mad when you laid down with him, but now he can't be a part of that child's life. Come on, get your kid. This your kid. Get your kid. That's me. Y'all mad at the other queeter that didn't stepped in. Well, if your big tail had done what you were supposed to do then, but then you didn't vet it. You know he was ratchet. You know what he was before you got with him, but oh, he was cute. <laughs> he cute, girl. He cute, cute. You, 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 you better stop looking for cute and looking for does he love God? Does he have a knowledge of God? Will he protect me? Will he direct me? Can he cover me? What is his beliefs? Do you, do you know him? Do you study? What God do you believe in? What's that bank account looking like? What's that credit score? Y'all just look at him and you lay down and then you get pregnant and get mad because, it, girl, you didn't vet it. Or sit your tail down. You didn't vet it. But now you want to you wanna hurt the child because you still bitter. You still mad. Don't put the child in it because it didn't work for you. You knew it wasn't going to work anyway. You were probably the side chick of the side chick of the side chick. I don't know what number you were, but you knew what it was. Anyway, that's a different podcast for a different story for a different day. So people don't turn away from it. Again, the movies, TV, internet, video games, music. So violence is celebrated and condoned in ways that just a decade or two ago would never been allowed. Jesus said that as in the days of Noah, so it would be in the days leading up to Jesus's return. That's Matthew 24 and 37. But what were those days like? It says now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and the earth was filled with violence and God saw the earth and behold, it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their way on earth. Genesis 6, 11 and 12. So you see, when you look at that, the Bible speaks of it. They talk about that Bible, but baby, it's prophecy written. It's there. You can look at it. These things are there for us to see. Put, put a commentary with it. Get some study with it. You, you, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Stephen Wonder could see this. Michael 7, 3 and 4, business and political corruption. Their hands are on what is evil to do it well. The prince and the judge ask for a bribe and the great man utter the desire, evil desire of his soul. Thus they weave it together. The best of them is like a briar. The most upright of them, a thorn hedge. The day of your watchman, of your punishment has come. Now their confusion is at hand. So you don't have to watch the news every day to see what uh, that the political and the business corruption has grown. The good old boy system has the same people sitting in power year after year, sometimes spending their entire lives in Congress with no term limits. The politicians have... Uh, a uh, few limits. They their personal pork barrel project assures that they'll get reelected year after year while overspending without discretion. Some get free passes because of their wealth, their attorney, their contacts. While the common citizen puts the bill. Don't get it twisted to see what we got going on now. You got insurrections. You got the the capital. Uh, I was just looking at something today in this woman said if Trump loses, then they got to do something. It's going to be up, up to the people. They got to do a takeover and that the people 
that get killed are just collateral damage. What kind of tomfoolery is that? Of course, I'm going Saturday to buy a couple of more guns and some ammo because I'm like, Corpo, I will kill your ass dead. I ain't got no problem killing you because you surely don't have a problem killing me. Lord, forgive me, but it is what it is. So y'all have to watch your surroundings. You got to pay attention to this. These people are telling you what they're going to do. Don't be no fool. They don't love you back. Uh, Micah 7 and 5, unfaithful friendships. Put no trust in a neighbor. Have no confidence in a friend. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your arms. The person who is a friend is one who will stick closer than a brother and who will not bail out on you when times get tough. But sometimes those tough times make us turn on our friends and then they turn on us. Cynicism has never been higher. <laughs> People more skeptical, y'all, these days than they ever been because they gotten burned by somebody who they thought was their friend, but their friend was not a true friend at all. That's why you got to be careful to go, that's my classmate, that's my coworker. I got her, that's my friend, but she's talking about your tail, you know, <laughs> but only as a friend till it's no longer their advantage. So be careful of the ones that has purpose for you. And then when they no longer have use for you, they throw you away. And so you see that. Uh, Michael 7 and 6 says, for not honoring your parents, for the son treats the father with contempt. The daughter rises up against her mother, the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. Uh, Y'all better watch it just because you were born into it don't mean you got to stick with it. Come on now. Those closest to us will hurt us before anybody you call out there in the world. Some folks in the world treat you better than your blood. And the Bible indicates that whomever honors his or her mother may live a long life. That's in a longer life, Exodus 20 and 12. But what we're seeing in these days are the decline in national morality is in honoring your own parents. We're commanded to honor our parents, y'all. And I think that means when we're at home and when we're adults, but that doesn't give us, uh, it doesn't seem to be the case now because children, y'all insulting y'all parents, y'all cussing your parents out. Uh, in your own house, <laughs> talking trash to you, abusing the elderly, taking advantage of the parents through intimidation and public and private disrespect. Baby, let me tell you, let me come out of myself real quick. Do it. I'm like Cedric the Entertainer. I wish you would. Because where you show out and, 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 and all of that, where you get, you're going to get worked out. Show out right there. I promise you. And I ain't got no problem not talking to you. The devil is a lie. You will not. And that's what's wrong with some of y'all now. Y'all lay on these couches. You lay on this bed. You so worried about Pookie and Ray Ray. You trying to worry about a man. Um, uh, This chick on 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 uh the Mocha Shade Room. It, the, the caption said, when they ask you, why are you crazy over him? Really? You don't need to ask me. It's because of that D word that she crazy. He know how to put it down. He this, and she's sitting on this thing crying. This is not cute. This is the moral decay that you put yourselves out there like a fool because you a fool. Not you are. You a fool for saying that. But, but that lets me know that there's trauma there. That lets me know that you have low self-esteem. That lets me know that you don't value you enough because if Girl, that's a dime a dozen. You can get that when you can't get nothing else. Is that your lot in life? Sex? You gonna run behind this old joker because of sex? 
I done had some. <laughs> I'm 53 here, and I've had some good days. But the devil is a lie. You won't slam bam and drag me through the mud and think I'm going to take care of your trifling tail. Oh, <laughs> I got the gift of goodbye. I do. I can love you from afar. It might hurt for a minute, but baby, I'll be Lord if you get me through it. Lord, get me through this. But that's why I vet it. If it's not in your will, I don't want it. Lord, if you didn't send him, I don't want it. Take your time. You don't even know him. And in a snuff, you in the bed with him. Some of y'all go to bed with him the first day and you call that love and that's Boo and Bay. How he get Boo and Bay and you don't even know his name? You, you probably know his nickname. You don't know nothing about him. You don't know who he slept with before he slept with you 10 minutes before that. You know nothing. Girl, he took me to Rue Chris because you little helpers tell me Applebee's ain't it. This ain't it. And he making me pay for him. Shut up. Y'all get on my nerves. Shut up. And he got to pay for this. They got to take care of me. God, sit down. You wouldn't know what a real woman was if she bit you in the tail. Because you're so busy out here being trifling, a troglodyte, just a old nasty heifer that I don't know where your mama is because she ain't teaching nothing. You have no values. And if she taught you, boy, it slipped away when you got out of that house. But then again, he who controls the media controls the mind. And so when you get on social media, when you look at this mess, then these kids emulate and want to emulate what they see thinking, girl, that is a script. Those things are for the TV, sis, not for you. Live your best life through who God created you to be, not what you see. It's not real. And if it is, you didn't walk her shoes. You didn't walk that mile. You don't know what she been through. I don't want what you have because I don't want your journey. I don't know what you've been through. And I don't care what you have. I'm in competition with me to be my best version, to be what God called me to be. And even when we're in that calling, it's painful. Everything costs you something. You just got to be willing to go through because even if you don't, it's costing you. You're miserable. You're depressed. You're down. But hell, if I do, Lord, I know there's an expected end that's going to be greater than me sitting here twiddling my thumbs and me sitting here like her sitting on this thing crying talking about he know how to put it down girl please that's your lot in life <laughs> Ooh, uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna skip the children because I'll just kill a kid so I'm not gonna even get into that one uh but here's the thing to that here's the to, here's here's the end to all of that God gives them up now, we're going to read what Paul says about those who reject the truth. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. But they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. Roman 1, 12, 21, I'm sorry, and 23. And what happened after God, what, and what happened after their hearts became darkened? God gave them up. To what? The lust of their hearts, to impurity, to the dishonoring of the bodies among them. For this reason, God gave them up to the dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts as men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. 
And since we do not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not be done. And they were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. We are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. That's Romans 1, 28, 31. Look at this foolishness. They gave them over from natural relations. So you know it's not natural that a man be with a man. And some of you preachers won't even preach it now because y'all scared that your money going to go down. You scared that ain't nobody going to come in church because you tell them it ain't right to be gay. It's not right. That's God did not call Adam and Steve. He called Adam and Eve. I'll say it. And, and most you don't know. And they were, I get that. I get that they were born like, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. And I could never speak on that, but I could tell you what the word says. So if you're reading this, he gave them up to that. Why? Because of the depravity of your mind. And I believe that God can heal you from that. We all have addictions. We all have things that we um, have our vices to. Don't get it twisted. They say one sin ain't greater than the other, but there are some that's going to leave you out of heaven. I get that. No, I'm not that uh, that holy roller that point the finger, but I'm telling you what the word says. I didn't write it. I'm just the messenger. Okay? But I believe. I believe you can be free from that. I believe we can be free from anything if we trust and just hold on and ask God to heal us from those things. And in, in, in those last few verses, sound like they came right off the script of a television, didn't it? Uh, you notice three times God said he gave them up. So there is a point in which God gives up people to their unrighteousness. And it is ever downward spiral after that to hell. And so when people think, you know, I want this man, Lord, I got to have it. Lord, tell you that ain't that man that stop sign that hit you, that buster ran over your toe. You done hit firewalls. Tell me, Lord. <laughs> Lord, show me a sign that this man ain't for me. Lord, show me a sign. And he'd have hit you five ways. You got five crooked eyes now. And that man that showed you and showed you what he is, and you still there. And then you want to blame God. Lord, why are you? He gave you up. He gave you up. You got free will. Those things are right, but it's hard. I know it. It, it takes time. But that's why when you get out of a man, you have to get into yourself, to get into that study, to get into God, to know who you are and stop becoming 50 versions of yourself to please a man. I'm it through and through. You ain't going to catch no representative at the beginning and then six months from now, I'm somebody else. Oh, I am it today. I don't care what you think about me. But the only change that I strive for is to be a better woman of God, to be better than who he made me to be and to, to keep going. And we're going to always be striving as long as we on this side of heaven. We'll never get it all the way. The Bible said that's not one righteous, not one. But as Christians, you know, a sinner saying Christian, we are sitting here. We're getting it together, saints. We're getting it together. So the same thing that happened to the Jews is happening around the world. And after a society becomes so debased, God's dam of mercy is burst by his righteous indignation and wrath birthed forth. So he said, whoever believes in him has eternal life, but whoever rejects him has the wrath of God abiding on them. That's John 3, 36. 
but it needn't be so. If God has not yet brought you to repentance and faith in Christ, think about the sins you and I have committed that have separated us from God. We can't possibly ever achieve the righteousness we need on our own. That comes from our walk with him, only through God. So I beg y'all, you know, at least while you got today, you know, before that judgment comes, you know, to, 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 to seek him while he can still be found, to change those things, to change that narrative. Because either way, you know, I always tell people about eating and, and you know, people, it costs to eat healthy. It costs not to. You on diabetes, pills, you, you, you that you, you're on high blood pressure, you got heart problems, you're breathing like a fat man, you're on a CPAP machine, you can barely get out that chair, you're breaking the chairs, but it costs, but you can't stop wolfing that food down. Y'all know in America, they give you five serving sizes. Girl, you could have ate four or five bites and say that for tomorrow and the next day and the next day, but we are so <sighs> greedy gluttonous that's a sin you know when you feel full stop drink water 30 minutes before you tell eat you know get up and walk it out you know so there are lots of things that we can do but um we can do better now again there are people who think this is perception and that uh things are better things is not going to be like that but and and i bring that all full circle uh, when I look at our women, when I look at life, uh, when I look at what we're going through and when I look at how we're uh, debasing ourselves as women and the decline of that, when I look at your children and your daughters and they can cuss you out harder than uh, somebody else, when I look at these things of what's right and what's wrong, the new right is wrong and the new wrong is right um, and things like that, y'all, this is not an illusion. It's real. We can see it every day, which is why we're here, which is why we're trying to change the narrative for our women. Because let me tell you something. If you had some morals about yourself, if you had some values about yourself, you'd be careful in choosing men. And our young men, it's so scary. And I, I really wish you give pause to cause to this and really sit here and think over your life. In my 30s, I look at some of the things Um I was a broken vessel then. I was hurting. Um, I didn't love myself, you know. And I put my time into the people that I was with, right? And I look back over my life and I could see that I was concerned more about them than I was about my life. And 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 sometimes you slip away with things and some things get, you know, my son, can I go stay with such a, yeah, go, you know, where my daughter couldn't stay with nobody. She still talk about that mess to this thing. <laughs> she had to clean up. She couldn't do this. I had to get off the phone at 10. We just had that conversation this morning. I had to get off the phone at 10 o'clock, you know, it, but, but again, we are so broken sometimes and so trauma ridden that we haven't healed from those things in that we bring that baggage with us. And we bleed on everybody we encounter, but they didn't cut us, but we didn't get healing. We didn't seek God in that. We didn't seek to clear our minds from that. You have to break those soul ties. There is a such thing as an ungodly soul tie. David and, and Jonathan had a godly soul tie. Their souls were knitted together. That's a godly soul tie. But when we go to sleep with a man that's not our husband, now if he is our husband, that is a soul tie. That's not of God because we shouldn't be doing it. And then you become 50,000 versions and you wonder why you do a certain thing. You're emulating that man because that's, you're tied to him. They say that's a harlot joined with the man. That's the only sin you can sin against the body is sex. 
That's a sin against the body. And your body is the temple of the Lord. But the thing about that is you don't realize you got to call them things by name. And if you slept with too many and you can't remember, just say, Lord, even if I don't know my sins of omission and commission, Lord, I, I release and break every sexual soul tie against Tom, with Tom, with Bill, with Bobby, with whoever. Break that tie. Lord, release me from that. Forgive me for that sin. You got to release and you wonder why some things are still coming with you that you you become this person that you don't like because you shared yourself with so many men and so many characters. And if he slept with eight women and he slept with 30 women, think of all these souls that are knitted and joined together. Do you think in your body? Oh, and this foolishness the other day, this female was on one of those shows who they asked um, ask about body count this lady, bless her heart, I almost called her something, but Lord forgive me, said, they said something about her sleeping with a hundred men. And she said it didn't count because she used condoms. So as long as you use condoms, the body count doesn't count. You can't count it if you didn't, if you didn't, you know, if you had a condom, make that make sense. But I got, you got in that bed with her? See, this is the tomfoolery that I'm talking about. This is the apostasy. This is the falling away. This is the reducing ourselves to nothing. This is, and, and so uh, the other one is, to, I looked at yesterday, how to uh, suck a cucumber. <laughs> Y'all know I ain't talking about no cucumber. This girl gave you three steps. How to be successful in this. You on the shade room. And it's not cute. Y'all think it's cute. Y'all look foolish. You look like a whole fool out there. It's not cute. Y'all are, you are, you are degrading yourself as a woman. You, 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 and you wonder why they look at us a certain kind of way, but I bet you, see, when you look at me, you know how to come. I bet you, you won't step to me like that. Come at me like that. Cause I'm gonna dig up your mammy. Excuse me, y'all, your grand, I'm digging up your whole lineage to talk about. Cause what you will never do is disrespect me as a woman. But see, when you give those vibes, they know how to come for you. But then there's a there's there's this sense that you don't love you, but he's so crazy. No, he's not. You crazy for allowing it. Just remember how you start a thing is how it's gonna finish. You can't get mad at what you're wrapped up in when you didn't you didn't sew that up in the beginning. And you knew what Pookie was when his pants was hanging down when you met him. Now he come over there laying on the couch harder than you, and ain't nobody going to a job because he know you're on the county. And you selling your food stamps, you're making sure his belly full. He don't have nowhere to go. He don't have to because you feeding him. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Then you got family that treat you like that. Everything is a sense of entitlement. But I'm going to tell you some women, and I'm going to keep browbeating. I'm going to keep talking about it. Y'all need to get it together. It's not cute. But 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 you're doing the thing that hurt me the most that even brought me to the topic is looking at our young black men and 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 the things that the racial profile and the stereotyping, the assumptions just because he's black. I have a grandson that have to live that. And the decay of society lets you know that ain't nobody safe. And if that fool have her way, if Trump didn't win, can you imagine? Then he made the statement that because he's indicted, he, black people are riding his coattail because we've been indicted. That's not cute, y'all. That's a put down. That is about as racist as the day is long. And some of y'all will, you 2024 Trump, 
you vote for who you want to. But y'all better listen to what's going on around you. And you better listen to the signs of the times in this world too and the one to come. Because there's some things that'll be happening around your tail um, that, that you won't be able to get out of because you never paid attention to it. And it'll hit you like a ton of bricks before it even come your way. So, you know, it's it's one of those things that you got to be careful. You you need to be mindful. Vet these men. But it, and even before we get to the men, I, we need to do a, a talk and a caption. And I will. Y'all got to get yourselves together. Lord, how to free yourself from those things, how to free yourself from that hurt, from that pain, from that trauma bond, from those things that cause you to be the woman that you are today, from those things that hurt your soul and spirit that you still hadn't healed from, those things that got you bound. Those generational curses that you haven't broke, those things that your ancestors and you spoke negatively about yourself that you haven't spoke. Walk through that house, anoint that house, free those spirits out of that house, get rid of all ungodly things out of your house, release yourself from those people who are not believers. Get away from that and get into yourself, get to some quiet time with you to know you. And stop a lot, it's, it's hard. The journey is hard. You ever see those things that say disappear for six years, six months, I'm sorry, or for a year and, 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 and work on you. And then you do it in silence. And when you come out, they're going to see a different. You're like, oh, Lord, she's not in that chapter anymore. This is a different book, babe. I'm in. I'm five books ahead of you. You knew me when. You knew me then, but you don't know me now. But you don't know you. That's why you allow so much. Um, so many of us are lost. Uh, so many of us can't see our way, but you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are beautiful. You are loved. That melaton skin, whatever you are, black, brown, purple, short, fat, tall, skinny, embrace who you are because you were created in God's image. So for whatever reason, for such a time as this, that he birthed you to be this that's what God did. So now you're saying God's workmanship, his craftsmanship is not good. Now, God ain't had nothing to do with them five burgers you slaughtered. <laughs> God has nothing to do with that stomach that's protruding out there and hanging over. That's all you, sis. That's all you. Now, let me help you. That that that, that food you wolf down, those are symptoms, though. That alcohol we drink, if it ain't just social, those are symptoms. That, that, that weed you smoke, those are symptoms. Those men you lay under, those are symptoms. You got to get up with you at the midnight hour. You got to commune with you in the midnight hour. So you can never run. The best way to it is through it. You can't go under it. You can't go around it. You can't. You got to go to it and through it. Because the blessings is on the other side of through. Through the fire. Lord, I trust. It doesn't feel good right now, Lord, but I trust. Lord, I don't like the way I feel. Lord, I don't like how this is. Lord, it's hurting me so bad, but I trust. Lord, I lay down my life. Lord, I surrender every area to you. Lord, every, Lord, forgive me for doing it in my own strength. But Lord, I ask for your healing touch. Lord, I ask for your power to reign true. Lord, I ask for your leading. And God, Lord, let your will be done, not mine. Lord, help me to get out of me, to trust you and you alone. Holy Spirit moving me in such a mighty way that I could be all that God called me to be. Lord, free my mind from the from, from the noise. Lord, let me listen and hear you. Hear him speak. Sometimes it's so loud. The noise is so loud. 
that we drown out God. The Bible said, my sheep hear my voice. Some of us think we're hearing from God and, and it's not. You too busy trying to formulate your own opinion. You too busy trying to make your own ending. You too busy because you worried about how long. How long? God is, is eternal. He's outside of time. We're the only ones in time. What they say a day to him is like a thousand years. So you you just have to trust. But be willing to go through the fire. That's where all the diamonds are made. It's rough in that fire. Uh look at Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. And 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 what did what did the king say? What didn't we throw three in there? But I see four. And they came out unscathed, <laughs> not burned. Come on now. He will protect you. <laughs> he will direct you. He will free you. Daniel said, I will not bow down. And they threw him and that man loved Daniel. But King, you said this and this is your decree. And then he's sitting over there doing this. You know, you got those snitch that tell everything you got going on. And they threw him in the lion's den. But if your God is so powerful that, he, that they, they changed. Because they came into that knowledge to know how good he was. If I perish, I perish, Esther said. But let's do this. Oh, I love Esther. <laughs> the story of Esther, yeah. One night with a king. Y'all get that. Google that on YouTube. One night with a king is so powerful. I love that. Um, and then there are so many things. Walk the halls of Hebrew, that hall of faith. He'll tell you about all the things that they've been through, y'all. Uh, there are so many things. Oh, my heart is full now. <laughs> you know, you get, oh, you get happy. But it's it's those things that he's there all the time. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you, no matter how bad it gets. Just look at it one or two ways. It's dark either way. <laughs> it's a tunnel either way. Lord, I can't see my way. But then at least he's leading. You just need enough light for the step that you're on. But when you're doing it, it's darkness all the way. It's chaos all the way. It's, it's decay all the way. But guess what? This light on this side comes on again. This light will come on again. Will yours ever come on again in your own strength? Will yours ever come on again? Trust him today, y'all. Trust him. I love you. Praying God's will over your life and praying that we can heal. One day at a time, one step at a time, one sister at a time. Love you.